4: on edge i'm almost i'm almost blissful in the fact that it's not really covid related all things minneapolis uh boy my email this morning You post one video i posted a video so yesterday a, a group of individuals decided to uh, take advantage of the situation up there in uh, in minneapolis and um it was kind of a it was a it was a combination of things. There was, uh, there was people that were smashing up the third precinct, the Minneapolis Police Department precinct, which, as far as, as, far as the vandalism goes, is at least the most understandable, right? Because then it's directed at the people that are involved, right? Um, we, we talked about this in, in detail on the show yesterday, Although some people uh, apparently did not hear this, because I used to broadcast in Minneapolis, so I was able to bring a very localized perspective, knowing the areas, Minnehaha Parkway, uh, the areas up around Uptown, where the 3rd Precinct is, Hopkins, uh, where you had uh, one of the initial protests uh, that involved uh, the uh, rubber bullets and, the, and, and the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the riot police, if you will. Uh, going into the people who behind the scenes, from the county attorney to the mayor, uh, you know, uh, knowing all of this and, 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 and breaking it down and also pointing out that um, it's, it's blatantly obvious that uh, what that officer did was outside of the bounds of training, especially uh, um, when, you, when you have a particular hold that is allowed. And, and very, it's very specific in Minneapolis that there is, uh, there is the possibility for officers to uh, attempt to gain control of a suspect. But when you just sit there and you chill in that position, when you're putting the weight of your body on somebody's neck, uh, that is, that's so far outside of the bounds, um, it, it's, uh, it's wholly appropriate that uh, people are outraged over it. Now, the debate over whether did he do it because he's black or did he do it because um, he was uh, he's just saw him as uh, a, a forger and a criminal or did he do it because uh, he was poorly trained? I don't know. And that's why investigations and all of that will take place forthcoming. I do know this, though. Burning an auto zone and a target. See, this is, this is me addressing it again and following on the day-to-day. Uh, burning an auto zone in a target and, and and looting it. is opportunistic. and uh, also somebody died. somebody was somebody was friggin murdered yesterday during all of this. in front of a pawn shop there. At first, they said it was a stabbing, and they found out it was a gunshot. and they're looking into uh, what's it like was it people fighting over something that was in there? Was it some sort of pre-existing beef? What what happened? It's horrible. I, you know, I, I may have moved from the city of Minneapolis, and it may be Moonbat Central, and uh, kind of weird sometimes, and yeah, it's very cold, but uh, I have a, genu- uh, a, a general affection for the city. I, I enjoyed it up there. And I have many friends up there, many friends who, uh, uh, frankly, some of which live uh, very near to where all this is going on. Um. So one of the other things that happened is they ripped a guy out of a car yesterday because the car had a Trump sticker on it, and then they menaced his car away. He had to sit there and watch. What is Donald, Donald Trump? Donald Trump didn't even win Minnesota, right? So and, and he sure as hell didn't win it within the Twin Cities. So if you're angry at Donald Trump uh, for, the, for the current situation within your community, the he has the least to do with it, in the in the in the metro proper of Minneapolis, which uh, Hillary Clair- carried, uh, gangbusters, right? I'd be one thing, I guess, if you're up at or over in Faribault or uh, Worthington or one of the more agricultural portions, or maybe up in northern Minnesota in uh, in Badette or International Fault, But you're not. You're in the you're in the hoitiest of uh areas. You know, when you get down on Minnehaha Parkway, which directly transcends into one of the poorest areas, it's a it is an aggressive, abrupt transition, and has been a spark point uh, even during the time that I lived there uh, for a lot of um, uh, a, a lot of community strife. But instead, when I get my email, I get people hammering on me because uh uh they didn't even give me the benefit of the doubt. Whatever. The one guy in the right, you see the guy with them when they were looting the Target. I have a couple observations on this. One, first dude out of the Target, uh this like, I don't know, 20 something white dude holding pink what looks like margarita mix. How do you think that conversation went? Cuz you know that that wasn't him, right? He he didn't go he didn't go for the pink margarita mix. He got a phone call. Let's let's be honest here. He got a phone call. Somebody ran out of her pink margarita mix. I know I'm making broad-braced general assumptions here. He didn't want to go in the first place and now he has the ultimate trump card when he gets home. But he got it, right? Cuz he's a man and he said he was going to get it and he came out with his pink margarita mix. He did as he was told. And now he's got to get out of jail, i.e. get out of having to go to the store for your one stupid thing card for a while. I mean, to be fair, though, a lot of these
5: people are wearing masks. That's what I'm noticing here. (laughs) Like,
4: they're being safe. (laughs) Well, they were, but they weren't social distancing. Okay, all right, it's fair. That is fair, yeah. When they I mean, were fighting over that stack of TVs, I didn't see anyone social distancing. At this
5: point, there's so many rules, it's hard to keep up.
4: I feel like what needs to happen in that instance is not send the police in. You need to send a gaggle of Twitter Karens, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because this solves all problems. People who, uh, who, who use a, a, a news cycle to uh, to loot some TVs meet up with a bunch of people who can't mind their own damn business. Throw it in there, watch it burn. Oh, it'd be fantastic. And then what do I see? I see one dude running by with a vacuum cleaner. All right, let's talk about let's talk about this poor looting decision, right? Because you know he's in there. He's like, oh, what am I going to get? They got all the TVs. You know what? I'll bet she'll like this Dyson vacuum cleaner. You think that, right? You think that that's the perfect. Uh, uh, I'm gonna loot some stuff over, uh, you know, under the guise of racial justice, and and uh, you know that uh, she's gonna love it, and she'll pretend like she like she likes the shark or whatever the target version of that Dyson is. She'll be like, "Oh, thank you, thank you for bringing this," but she doesn't. And, and over a course of uh, many months, you'll pay for that. When all you had to do was go loot the Jostins next door, go loot the Baileys. But you couldn't even do that right. No, you had to get a vacuum cleaner because you thought you were being responsible, and uh, it's not going to end well for you. So. You
5: know what else I don't like? Yeah. I don't like it when people like leave their carts in the middle of the play, Like, put your cart back.
4: Yeah, they were doing that. They both the flat carts, and then they had tipped the regular carts. Yeah. Totally unacceptable. It's just lazy. Like, the, pe- the people who put them in, they see them moving in the parking right. lot. They know they're going to drift, and they don't care. And then before you know it, the thing's cruising along. Boom! Right in the side of your car. Totally unacceptable. So uh, anyway, yeah, it was. Uh, and then AutoZone—they got an AutoZone too. Why is how come AutoZone seems to bear the brunt everywhere? Didn't they? Didn't they burn an AutoZone in Ferguson and and in Baltimore? Yeah, remember? In Bal- yeah, Baltimore. I remember watching that. That was an AutoZone. What did AutoZone do? Seriously. No, they're good people.
5: You like the... Yeah, they're good people. They'll change your battery for you. Do it for you. They'll uh, check it for you. Diagnose the thing for you. check your engine light.
4: Burn that place down. What are you doing? Burn it to the ground, apparently. I don't know. I don't know. I just... (sighs) Well, it ain't COVID, so I guess there's that. All right, 888-934-7874, um, all sorts of fun stuff to get to. Oh, oh, we got some stories developing in, where where did I, where was in the article? They had Dallas in there, Nashville, and a few others. I knew this was coming, and oh, are you going to be excited? Because uh, somewhere in a town near you, or perhaps even where you live, they're gonna pull this crap, and um, just wait for it. I'll uh, I'll share the uh, the dirty details that are coming up. Plus, uh, we can get some phone calls. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, it is six eighteen. Though, take a break. Be right back. Hang on. KC
6: now with Beck at nine and Rush at noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk
4: in the Triangle. All right, uh, what did Karen want? Ross said Karen called. Yeah, yes, yeah. what G- did Karen yeah, I
5: want? name is Karen. Uh, yeah, you need to work on the ums and the likes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they went on with their Karen way.
4: Oh, wow. Maybe Karen should send Karen's podcast over. <laughs> we'll give that a listen. Thanks for calling, Karen. Appreciate it. (sighs) Yeah, Scott, what's up?
7: Good morning, Case. You seem fairly knowledgeable of that uh, part of Minnesota. I was wondering.
4: Well, I lived there there for 10 years. Yes, Uh, go ahead.
7: Would there be any, like, Um, home improvement type stores you think they might loot? Because I'm needing a, a new umbrella for the deck.
4: Well, funny you bring that up, funny you bring that up, because they have a home improvement store chain up there called Menards, um, very popular um, out of uh, um, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but uh, permeating the greater Twin Cities area, so Menards would be appropriate. Would you say it was like Home Depot or Lowe's? Um, A little bit. Yeah, Lowe's isn't really a thing per se. Oh, the Karen is hey, intensifying. Uh, anyway, uh, y- yeah. So uh, probably uh, Menards, sir.
7: Hey, did, did Did you ever, Casey, Did you ever rollerblade by that store back in the day? Or
4: I did not. Did not. There's several stores. It's a chain, sir. And your phone broke. That's sad. You should. Uh, you should go to Best Buy. Those also permeate the Twin Cities. As Best Buy and Target are both uh, based there. They're seriously. They, there's a Target. Everyone has their own Target. It's pretty stupid. There is there's targets like there are food lines around here. Uh, there's no way to describe it because they have a bunch of they have like mult they also run test targets. so they're like, hey, let's come up with a new way to uh, size a target and stock it And then they'll just put it in one of the, um one of the uh, suburbs there. Like we had one in Maple Grove that I'd run to sometime. They had a target that was the tiniest target I've ever seen that was out on the highway between Plymouth going out towards Lake Minnetonka because that's where all of the executives live. And I think it was so the executives could go shop at a Target but not have to deal with the riffraff of the customers. So it was just this weird mini. It was in the middle of nowhere. There's no other way to describe where it was. So the idea that they looted a Target last night is probably just a proximity thing. Right, just the odds. It's just, right, yeah. Odds are it was going to be a Target or a Best Buy. It was just going to happen. alright three four seven eight seven four. right, 888-934-7874. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, uh, I know that you all probably saw World Otter Day. You saw this? Yes, the World Celebrating World Otter Day. How did you guys do your otter? Did you smoke it in the traditional manner? We wrap or? them in pancakes. In pancakes, yeah. really? We two
5: things. Pancakes. We're on this again. What do you? I don't, I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. Yeah, pancakes. Uh, then separately, we don't do this. Plus the pancake, we also pickle them. Oh,
4: the, pickle so the, the little ones. ones. Yeah, you
5: know, it's my mom's side of the family. Very yeah. German.
4: Well, everyone's He's got skin, their. Yeah, everyone's got their own little twist to sure. it. So this year, I did something. I tried something new. Ot duck hen. So are oh, you? For, what, have you ever had an ot duck hen? You know, what is that? All right, so you take an otter, and you stuff it with a duck, and then the duck is stuffed with the Cornish game hen, so it's that it's an ot duckin, and and then you cook the whole thing. Yeah, for a world. Well, that seems easy.
5: <laughs> it's convenient. I, I can do that. <laughs> like if Lincoln's like, Papa, I want a snack. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm to get yeah. you one of these.
4: So, yeah, you should try the—it slices up nice. It's so. either
5: that or the Tostino pizza rules.
4: Or tonight. we are miss. Uh, we are totally uh, not celebrating World Otter Day correctly, and I think they were going for something else like donations. Oh. Yeah. So that's all. Okay,
3: round two. Name something that's not boring.
8: A laundry? Ooh,
9: a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
3: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Awkward, right. Man, I should have read
4: that story. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this. Yes, the North Carolina Zoo good news to share it's caring for three orphan. well now two. Uh well, one. That's right cuz uh, Ross with his uh, pancake otter. Uh, uh, eventually it was releasing uh, three otters back into the wild, so that was kind of a big deal. The zoo has too many animals, and they're getting rid of three of them. Is that something you saw? You thought you'd see in your lifetime there, Russ?
5: No, no they, they can
4: donate some. They should donate some of them.
5: Like to some zoos and some, you know... Well, these were the, these were at the North
4: Carolina them. Zoo. They decided they didn't need them because they had an excess Man, of I, animals. I
5: really should have read that story. Okay, this is a bunch of bull. Yeah, That's what
4: this is. Yeah, I put this in here for multiple reasons. <laughs> ah. Oh, let's see here. All right, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you the full rundown
1: uh, and what some. You- You know, folks, it looks like Democrat Party unity is coming apart while they stick it to American businesses suffering under the coronavirus lockdowns. Senate Democrat leader Chuck U. Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi refuse to support liability protections for businesses that want to get back to normal operations. But according to The Hill... A few so-called moderate Democrats are pushing back. Chris Coons, a short little ball guy, Delaware senator, and Biden buddy, says he wants businesses to have some form of liability protection, but only with clear regulatory guidelines. Red tape, in other words. Alabama Senator Doug Jones, whose seat is in serious danger, is also willing to make a liability protection deal with Republicans. He wants businesses to have some protections, but... He doesn't want to give them blanket immunity or a blank check. You know, I hope every business owner, large and small, is paying attention to this. I mean, without liability protection in place, swarms of lawyers are going to be filing suit the minute employees, customers, or clients claims they caught the coronavirus because of the business, regardless where they actually got it. Now, some of these businesses are struggling to keep their doors open as it is. Lawsuits would kill them, and the Democrats know it, and they don't care. Democrats howl to the moon whenever somebody calls them anti-business, but that's exactly what they are, straight to their core. Just because you can write does not qualify you to be a best-selling author. And the same logic applies to identity theft protection. You may be good at monitoring your credit, but that doesn't make you an authority on identity theft. Data breaches... Your personal information gets in the wrong hands. This becomes complicated stuff. Cyber criminals commit identity theft every day. Now, on your own, you could miss certain identity threats, like somebody taking out a payday loan in your name, for instance. Or your information stolen as part of a data breach put out there on the dark web for other cyber bad guys to use for their own selfish gain. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft. But let me tell you, LifeLock has the tools and the know-how to help you like no other. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Just go to LifeLock.com, promo code RUSH. That's it. LifeLock.com, promo code RUSH, 25% off.
6: Rush is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
4: It's a math problem, which we will uh, will attempt to uh, solve here on the show. Ross and I doing some uh, big time uh, planning off the air. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. I, um I, and maybe, maybe it just has to do with uh, the fact that uh, we're all COVIDed up and we got some other news stories going on. I think it's really interesting that I only like passively learned that Wake County uh, Corrections uh, has an escaped inmate running around right now, or did they catch the guy? Didn't that used to make the news when somebody escaped jail? Just wondering. Especially when uh, you're talking like habitual felon. Garon Mills, last seen at the uh, facility on Wednesday afternoon. Authorities they say they're searching for, uh, for him uh, after he escaped the Wake Correctional Center. Described as 5'8", 181 pounds. Black hair, brown eyes, originally from uh, Wake County. This is their description. Uh, he was serving a 17-year, 8-month sentence. So he had a little time left. I don't know. That used to, to me, that used to be like a breaking news story. Somebody escaped. Can you imagine um, if they treated it like this when Dufresne got out? Right? Mm
5: Mm-hmm. But it's been uh, one of the big side effects of this whole uh, pandemic is it's really hurt, in my opinion, anyway. Live PD. As you know, I'm a big fan of live PD. What? Because
4: more and more on the show,
5: well, they're you, not even doing it live, it. are they?
4: No, no, they're still out there. No, but I did I just assume they're showing reruns. Like a lot of those, uh... they're
5: now like in three different locations. They're broadcasting like Dan Abrams uh, right. sticks. Yeah, they're like you know in their house or whatever in their garage with the blue screen, green screen behind them. Okay. But the officers are obviously still working. They're out there with their face masks and stuff. And it's one of the side effects is you're pulling these people over. And in the past, you would have had a great segment. Like, we found 18 pounds of meth in your purse. It's not my purse. Right, right, right. We're taking you downtown. Now they find this stuff. They're like, we found a bottle, you know, a bag full of syringes, 45 pounds of meth. Normally, it would be intent to distribute. But because of the coronavirus, (laughs) they're going to let you go. And more and more, they're just letting them go.
4: Do you get themed? But do you get do you get like themed things? Like we found a guy with a hundred thousand mass, right? <laughs> right? Where they're hoarding oh. mass because then they might see, do something.
5: Sure. I'd watch that. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Just letting people go left and right. Mm. And the guy's like, "Oh, thank you. I learned my lesson. I won't do it again." Yeah.
4: So uh, Gerald Baker, why is there an escaped inmate, and I we're only just kind of hearing about this? Well, right, that's the sheriff's job, isn't it, to secure the inmates? I'm just, I'm not, I'm not theorizing that perhaps, maybe, possibly, that a uh, little of this got downplayed, not just because of the COVID, uh, kind of have an obligation here, and I feel like uh, you probably shouldn't let people with 17 years left on their sentence go when they choose on their own. want to make you aware of that story, in case you weren't, because I saw it didn't get a lot of coverage yesterday. All right, on to this insanity. Uh, City of Dallas, city of Nashville, and uh, no doubt some, and possibly even many other cities. Let me know how this would go over where you live. Here's the story. Dallas needs money. And the city council will debate Wednesday, or debated Wednesday, rather, whether to raise property taxes 8%, taking advantage of a disaster declaration to raise taxes over state caps. So, uh, yes, uh, in many instances, you have places where there are caps on what property taxes can be. Either uh, state, they're done at a state level, or in some instances, they're done... um, uh, on a county level, or they're, they ebb and flow, I should say, based on uh, the various counties that you're dealing with. However, in many of those instances, there are emergency stopgaps. One of those is a disaster declaration. So what cities and other municipalities are realizing, if they want to get this done, they need to get it done now. Because... um like many of you, looking at your your ledger, your balance sheet, and going, "What the hell am I gonna? What am I gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Uh, cities find themselves in the same situation. The difference is, unlike you, uh, they can stare at you like a le- like a lamb with a busted leg. Okay, and uh, that's that's where they're headed. Uh, Dallas uh, wants the eight percent hike. Citing disaster declarations, authority to raise taxes over state caps. And they're not alone. Um, even though in Texas there will likely be a significant amount of pushback, as you head around the country and you look at other municipalities, uh, those numbers range from uh, just a couple percentage points to Nashville. Now, anybody want to know what Nashville wants to raise property taxes to? And keep in mind, if you remember, prior to all this COVID, Nashville. Had a string of deadly tornadoes. Do you remember those? So this is uh, this is a culmination of deadly tornadoes and uh, the COVID. The city of Nashville is raising property taxes thirty-two percent. What? That doesn't sound good to you. That's a lot of money, right? Especially when you're extracting a third, an additional third of property taxes. Now, from a population where many of those people are maybe in a position where they default on their mortgage, or are just getting by, and you're coming after them for what are your property taxes a year? A few thousand bucks or more, depending on where you live. So we're talking an additional four digits out of your pockets in many instances. Uh, if, if In the city of Nashville there. Oh yeah. Wait for it. Because if you think politicians... The irony, of course, being that politicians are the reason that they're having to do this anyway. Well, in some people's minds, yeah. You screeching halt a $20 trillion economy? Rather than have to do with less, which again... Uh, I, I I turn this uh, to the state level. Uh, when ha- has Governor Cooper come out and and instructed? And if he has, then I will gladly report it. Has he started to make cuts at at state at the state level? Cuts with offices, not not health and human services, not the ones that you decide you're going to need for that, but. I mean cuts for other stuff, other programs, stuff that's nice to have in 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 some people's opinion, but not necessary. Heck yeah! All sorts of revenue that the state derives is going to be limited coming in. You've already heard the numbers; they're they're dismal. Why wouldn't you start cutting? Have you started cutting? If your household right now is bringing in less money as a result of this, one he's laid off, both he's laid off limited hours are is your spending level the same or did you uh, adjust it when you were told that one of you wasn't going to be working anymore you you adjust it then right because if you don't what happens bad stuff where's that happening at the state level and for those of you go well that's the legislature's job it is partially the legislature's job but for current year spending the governor is not obligated to spend all allocated dollars Not at all. So that's why the legislature will do something, and then there's the uh, d- there is discretion at the governor's level. It's not just on spending; it's on other stuff. This is how you see. Uh, this is how you see that whole that whole debate about interpretation of statute, like when Barack Obama decided the way he interpreted uh, some of the immigration statute was DACA's cool. That's the, administ- that's the administrative branch implementing the laws as they interpret them. And it's goes that way for spending, too. So, hey, if, if you like it for one thing, you should love it for the other. So we'll keep a, a close eye there uh, on the property tax stuff, but 32% in Nashville? Holy crap. I can't even imagine for a lot of those folks. 6:47 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Um, coming up on the show, <sighs> I don't, I don't want to do this to you, but I feel like I have to do this to you.
10: We provide for <coughs> twenty-five. Whoop!
4: Hit the wrong one.
10: Or stop work on roads and bridges. So, what? Do- what? What was that? What was that? Or stop work on roads and bridges. So. What does the human cost program?
4: We will explore the very, very important pressing political story of whether Joe Biden pooped himself on a live stream yesterday. Because we leave no stone unturned here on the KCO Day radio program.
6: The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app.
4: All right, I'm going to try to more succinctly explain this uh, for the audience. Over in the UK, the Prime Minister there, Boris, is essentially Trump in the eyes of...
2: No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Uh, they're going to go after him. Well, um, his his basically his top advisor decided uh, during the lockdown uh, that he was going to go visit his parents. And it's turned into a whole thing over there. Now, don't get me wrong. That's hypocrisy squared. Absolutely. But um, it's it's getting beyond amusing because you'd think the man was a mass murderer out there. Um and and really, there's just a lot of politics at play here. So here's where it gets really good. So the media is writing all their stories, right? It's the end of the world. Boris must resign as well. They all need to go. And they can't, for whatever reason, they're not getting the clicks and everything that they thought they were going to. They're not getting the social media traction. So they don't outright accuse him of it, but they insinuate on their little talking head shows, that somehow the Prime Minister and the Tories um, must be somehow manipulating the algorithm so that the story doesn't get a lot of traction. Well, they figured out why the story wasn't getting a lot of traction. The guy's name, the top advisor to uh, Boris, is Dominic Cummings. And what was happening, according to uh, Twitter and something else, basically the name was triggering the porn filter. So the number of impressions, as a result of it, for people who, were people who didn't, you know, didn't have a wide open filter, but basically had a little bit of a filter on, they weren't seeing that stuff because of the name. But they made the they made the change so permeate. So, I guess the lesson is, if you're a government stooge, you need to change your name to something filthy. <laughs> that's your edge. I mean, stuff I can't even surmise on the radio should be your name, should be your name. And that's how you'd get away with that. You're welcome. Disney World, make this transition... Has finally announced their reopening plan for July. And as part of the plan, they're gonna have groups of roaming people who I would want to punch in the mouth. Known as high energy squads. They're have Ross, they're gonna have Karen squads. Are you excited to go back? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about really we're gonna put it off now. Yeah, but but yeah, at half capacity, that doesn't sound so bad,
5: right? So not only are you going to be like, "Hey, you need to put that face mask on." Yeah. But they're going to be in that you know, the typical Disney smile ear to ear. Yeah, it still kind of looks kind of fake, you know, like there there's some anger behind the smile. Yeah. Psst. But really put high your energy. Mask on. Yeah, right. Hey, we should put our
4: masks yeah, on. Let's do that. I'll I break a out goop. a song. People are going to get murdered. Really? You think they're going to break into a TikTok oh, yeah, dance? Yeah, completely. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. That's the mask dance. I'm no, not even kidding. Yes. Let's do the mask there dance. There will be a parade. Officials for the theme park uh, announced their proposed phased reopening Wednesday during a meeting and say that, uh, among other things, high energy squads will roam the park to make sure that people wear masks and observe social distancing. Oh man, they are gonna be unbearable. Oh, and there's no hugging. Your kids are not allowed to hug the 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 Mickeys and whatnot, so that'll be off the list as well. <gasps> 7:07 here on the KCO Day radio program, and uh, oh, can't really look out the window. It's a combination of uh, humid and now raindrops hitting the humidity, so that's nice. Well, judging by uh, the forecast I'm looking at, and what we'll likely hear from Ray Staging coming up, uh, more napping weather. You gonna be able to nap today? Gonna be uh, you, you can you can probably from about ten to about three this afternoon, be perfect. You get a five hour nap in. Just saying. Or you know you can work or do whatever it is you're gonna do. I know uh, Ross. I know you're extremely busy. I'm, I'm so busy. It's very busy. So much to do. Putting together uh, racist vaudeville acts. Or, right. You
5: know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh lincoln's got a talent show coming up <laughs> a virtual talent show by obviously. the way in
4: my mind i'm thinking michael scott diversity training right office
5: thank you yeah so yeah virtual yeah, class thing hey we're gonna do like a talent show so we're gonna have him do a ventriloquist act okay that's so good yeah he picked out his his uh you know his doll yeah and he went with the one that had red shoes Okay, which, that's what drew him to it was the red shoes. Which okay. is a Hispanic puppet oh. named Jose. Oh, good. Oh, good.
4: So I picked it up. And Jose's a stockbroker, right?
5: Right. So I pick it up and I'm like, hello, oh. my name is Jose. Oh, you
4: did? So you started this.
5: Do you want some cheese dip? <laughs> <laughs>
4: he,
5: he picks it up. You know, being autistic, he's pretty good. You know, repetition and oh, mimicry, and he just starts doing it. Oh, this is all your fault. And they had said in the disclaimer for the for the contest, hey, nothing, nothing political. Right,
4: right, 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 right. Let's keep it clean, everybody. D-
5: divisive. You know, we don't want the kids doing some weird Donald Trump impersonation and pissing somebody else off that might be have some sort of weird political connection. Yes, you know, <laughs> so you know, and then you would talk about said talent show on the air you know we don't want that happening so please avoid anything like that so you're right <laughs> this might end up being a very bad thing
4: uh you know and i know he's chosen already it's too bad he didn't choose a female doll because then he could do a whole karen act
5: sure could yeah yeah it's be great but uh he always you know we always just say hey just pick out whatever character you want yeah Okay. And uh you know it he always goes for the Hispanic I don't care whatever but it's weird. like the elf on the shelf same thing gone over that before Elf on the shelf he, he picked the Hispanic one.
4: They, wait, wait 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 I didn't know that the the elves came in. I don't know I Marky gave him a choice I don't even know
5: either. No no I no I just didn't yeah. I just
4: assumed all the elves looked there was like one No elf.
5: no there aren't no you can know there's you know there's uh, white ones brown ones Oh okay. Yeah it doesn't matter. Every single race runs the gamut. Okay. Well, I just, I've never had to purchase an elf on the shelf, so I don't know. And ours is named O. All right. Lincoln picked the name. It was named. It was O, like the letter O. Very okay. Very complex. You know, I don't know how the naming in the elf world works, but that apparently it's like that. Yeah. She just picks it. I thought they were named after candy
4: in it's other confections. Know. So, um. I heard he passed
5: away due to coronavirus. So we said. can't do that this
4: year. That's, that's a that shame. I, is that how you're going to get but out of that's that? That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. You hate to see it. You do. Well, what else is oh, Ross is telling me something else you hate to see? Construction.
5: Oh yeah. Oh
4: man, this is horrible.
5: But for, but for so those of you don't but
4: for those you don't know, oh, first the
5: backstory. So right we just put the fence in. Right? A privacy fence. Very mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. Linky can run out and play. Don't have to worry about the dogs, you know, running out, getting hit. They can go out play by themselves, don't need supervision, just go have at it.
4: They are so active. Yes.
5: And right next door like adjacent to us and the entire that side of the block actually, they were going to put in how like a 7-foot, no, 7
4: story tall condos. They were going to essentially blot out the sun yes. above Ross's property yes. because he happens to live in a in a multi-zoned area.
5: Right. And we've picked this area, right? We were like, hey, it's kind of a small area. But like, I mean, it is downtown Wake Forest, but it's still downtown Wake Forest. No, but Wake it's Forest, a little... Which, I've, right. I've been on your streets, rich right. little houses. Yeah, uh,
4: uh, you know, it looks like a little neighborhood, yeah. So on the entire... Other half of the block they were going to
5: put in this big, you know, condominium These, with the storefronts and everything. It was going to change the entire vibe.
4: Very upset about it. Everyone was going to be able to look right down into your yeah, yard. Yeah,
5: and like, what's the point? We so it's going to be look ridiculous. We have a little privacy fence, and then you know, a, a big monstrosity of a building right next to us, where people are out in their patios looking down at us, little peasants and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's going to be great. And the construction that's going to take place for the next god knows how long.
4: You were very excited. I remember.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately. Uh oh! Due to the pandemic. Oh no! COVID nineteen and the coronavirus. What? It's been canceled.
4: No. Yeah.
5: Can you believe no! it? Oh man!
4: No, no. you can't. Yeah, you, know, you can't do that. Oh, you hate to see this. Oh man! What a shame. Because we were talking. We were com- we were on the show figuring out like we were gonna go <laughs> capture an endangered species somewhere and release it on the property. <laughs> I found these dinosaur bones. can't can't build here. Or we were going to transport Indian burial sites.
5: Or I was going to do like the stepbrothers thing. Remember in stepbrothers where they don't want the the house to sell, but the brother-in-law is trying to sell the house and the father-in-law is because he's like, these two guys are crazy. So they keep setting up these crazy scenarios. Anytime someone comes in. Like watering the lawn Nazis. Right. They're like, hi, neighbor. You're like, I don't want to live there. They come in, they're like, oh, there's ghosts. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, now I don't want to. I don't want to start any uh, grandiose conspiracies <laughs> right, here. You wouldn't want to do that. However, I think it's mighty convenient that a worldwide pandemic breaks out, and the net result is Ross doesn't have the sun blotted from the sky next to his property. Some would say that's very convenient. I mean, some would say
5: I'm a man of sheer will.
4: <laughs> Wow!
5: Do you know, I share while
4: well, I do whatever it takes. Go big
5: or go home, right? The, the Wake Forest City Council actually calls me Baba Yaga. Oh wow, not as, to your face, as, though. The boogeyman,
4: well, I just probably not
5: to your face. So when you send to kill the boogeyman,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so maybe, maybe that Chinese, that crazy Chinese guy on Twitter who doesn't get corrected's onto something. Maybe it did originate here with one man, one man and his. Mexican ventriloquist doll and a dream, so, and, and and some antibodies for a uh,
5: for a virus. Yes, so no condos. Plus, I never have to walk into a grocery store ever again. I fantastic.
4: Okay, here's the only thing with that though. I feel I was because I was thinking about this. I feel that even though now you're on team uh, the pull up,
5: Chad. Uh, before this, I was like, look at these lazy bastards doing the curbside pickup. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? We started doing that the curbside pickup and Food mm-hmm. Lion and Lowe's, I'm never going back. It's incredible.
4: I, I hear the, Here's the only thing, though. I feel that if you are curbside picking up at a store and simultaneously that store is being looted for social justice, yeah. I feel like someone should come over and steal one of your bags. I mean, that's fair. Because no free rides. I, I agree. Uh, but other than that, yeah, do whatever you got to do, man. Do whatever you got to do. So what did Joe Biden do? That's the question here. Uh, as he was doing a video group conference with uh, the governor of who's the governor of Pennsylvania Wolf, um, I want you to listen in the background. A little something, something uh, happens
10: there. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So, what does? Or stop work on roads and bridges. So, what does the Now,
4: some would say. That that sounds like a uh, 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 a little moist squeaker.
10: Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost? Uh...
4: I don't know. I don't know. I know that uh, Joe Biden is probably in that bracket where he may not even have known that happened. You know what I'm saying? But... The way that they were building it up yesterday is though it was Eric Swalless. Is, is that a is that a term? Yeah,
5: because with Swalwell it was very obvious. Even though they tried to say it was like a, a coffee mug being pushed across Chris Matthews desk.
4: Right. Well here 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 is, by the way, the Swalwell coffee mug being pushed or whatever.
10: The president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But 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 hear hear how young and vigorous that one sounds. Right. The right.
10: president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election
4: versus, uh, you know, the potentially uh, later in life version
10: or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost uh, program?
4: I don't know. Right, one is
5: strength, one is just kind of weak, but still there.
4: Right, right. Like uh, in the prime of his uh, golf, uh, Tiger Woods uh, when he was uh, playing the PGA Championship. <laughs> right, you hear that? The forcefulness—that's
5: right, the... that, one of a champion.
4: That is—that's a—that's a champion, uh, right there. That is—that uh, is possibly the best to ever play his particular sport. I bet if we had audio of Michael Jordan, oh man! Right, I mean,
5: right? right, yeah. It would be. They couldn't mic it up because it would destroy all the microphones. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's probably why a good it. point, yeah. yeah. Never-
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
12: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Never want to point the cone at him. Not after uh, he's had a lot of fiber. But uh, then later in, uh, Joe Biden, I, I assume because he was so embarrassed, apparently tried to die.
10: We provide for <coughs> 25
4: So that sounds good. So anyway, yeah, they're doing the, the Joe Biden pass gas thing, which, frankly, um, for those of you going, why I believe we're talking about this? This is—I actually would prefer this over some of the other stupid political debates out there. In fact, I, you know what? I forgot I was going to pull. I got to pull this audio. Dang it! I'm going to—I can play it though, uh, real quick here on the air, because I wanted to figure out what the hell Joe Biden was talking about. Where is this? Oh no what? <sighs> no I isn't it clicking through. There it goes. So Joe Biden said something and I have been for the life of me trying to figure out what the heck he's talking about. And of course unfortunately it leaks through on uh, Brit Hume here. Yes, all right, here it is. This is amazing. So excited. So this is Joe Biden being interviewed on CNN. Please, for the love of God, tell me what the hell Joe Biden is talking about right here. Because he's referencing things that uh, unfortunately predate me. So I'm not able... Because this is more Joe Biden jumping in the Wayback Machine trying to remember the way that it was. Um... Uh, hold on, I need Ross to listen to this too. Ross, can you please put the call on hold? Very important, very important question. I need I need all the thinking caps here. What is what the hell is the question is, what the hell is Joe Biden talking about here? Better So off? do you
8: think wearing a mask projects strength or weakness?
10: Leadership. What it presents and projects is leadership. Presidents are supposed to lead, not engage in folly and be falsely masculine. It reminds me of the guys that I grew up with playing ball. They'd walk around with a ball in their hand, but they didn't like to hit very much. Let's talk about (laughs) better.
4: Her face is the best, by the way. The hell does that
10: mean? What's that a euphemism for? I don't even understand. They walk around. in folly. Here we go. And be falsely masculine. Reminds me of the guys that I grew up with playing ball. They'd walk around with a ball in their hand, but they didn't like to hit very much.
4: Just dead silence, by the way. She's just staring at him. All right, it's uh, Camerato on uh, CNN there. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the life lesson is to take from that, but uh, Joe Biden wanted you to know that. But he did not break wind uh, while delivering the line, so uh, the words can stand on their own. 720, we'll try to figure it out. Your suggestions accepted as well. 888-934-7874. Back in a bit. Celebrating
6: 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the
4: Triangle. You know, some people just won't let something go. Yeah, wait till you hear the uh, film director Paul Feig story coming up. He is still hung up on that. Uh, Quick call here. Jez, go ahead.
7: Hey, how's it going this morning?
4: Good, sir. I got about a minute and a half. Fire away.
7: All right. So I've got a problem with that uh, apartment complex issue. I know the Armageddon's kind of put a kibosh on all that, but you know they could always come back. Let so me tell you what we did when I was a kid. My grandmother had uh, a thirty thousand acre ranch, something like that. I was, used to spend the summers out there in New Mexico on this ranch, and the developers wanted to put an oil rig basically right in their front yard. Yeah. So. So my, on my grandmother's ranch, she had a whole bunch of old Anasazi Indian ruins. And the Anasazis, or Indians in general, you know, they got kind of a dump. It's a big pit where they throw all of their old broken pottery and broken right. jewelry and stuff. Right. So my, my grandmother had to saddle up the horses right up to the ridge and fill up a couple gunny sacks, full of whole broken pottery and stuff, go out to where they had surveyed to put this oil rig and throw, <laughs> just scatter that broken pottery around. <laughs> that that put a stop to that real quick. So no. you know, all you got to do is. I, get you know what, sir?
4: That's, that's yeah. brilliant, my man. That is br-
6: A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
4: All right, 736, coming up on the show. Uh, we got our super criminal of the day. Hailing from uh, San Diego. We'll uh, get to that in just a moment. All right, so somebody, I played this audio clip of Joe Biden earlier. I'm trying to figure out what the heck he's talking about. Here it is. Better. So do off. you
8: think wearing a mask projects strength or weakness?
10: Leadership. What it presents and projects is leadership. Presidents are supposed to lead, not engage in folly and be falsely masculine. reminds me of the guys that I grew up with playing ball. They'd walk around with a ball in their hand, but they didn't like to hit very much.
4: Which uh, she just kind of stares at him for a moment there, moves on to another question. All right, uh, Isaac thinks he knows what the heck Biden's talking about. Yes, Isaac, go right ahead.
9: Uh, Yeah, I kind of think where his mind was going was uh, about a lady I heard a long time ago. She didn't know how to read. But she always have a newspaper or a book and pretending to read around her children so that they would learn how. And I wonder, he was kind of talking about back in the day, I mean, people would hold a ball but really didn't know how to play, but they were trying to encourage others, you know, leadership or something. I don't know. I mean, something. Maybe maybe, like that or
4: or maybe just maybe not even encourage, but maybe just look cool.
9: Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. That, that was yeah. the other half of it. Either that or the, the ones that used to uh, fake it till they make it. You know, the ones that would uh, carry that the ball because th- they liked the... the. the
4: Was uh, that a thing, though? I mean, I've, do, do people just walk around randomly with uh, football in their hand or baseball?
9: But I remember when we were growing up, a lot of people like that. I mean, like the publicity uh, be about being a jock, you know, or the girls and stuff like that. So they would walk around with a ball or something to act yeah. like they knew how to play or something just to get the girls.
4: Yeah, so, yeah.
9: So, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey,
4: you know what? It's as good a theory as anything, sir. Appreciate the call right. this morning. Look at that. So Ross, you should have walked around with the football. Well, Ross walked around with an Atari. It did not get the girls.
5: <laughs> Sorry, man.
4: Throw we under the bus there. That's no, true. Uh, ah, look at my look at my controller. <laughs> <laughs> Want to touch it? Oh, you don't. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get into our master criminal section. We got a couple here. Let me start in uh, San Diego. The, the, here's the part that's screwy about this. This dude's going to, this dude is now federal crime. Okay. So if you go, if you rob a bank, right, you enter a bank, you rob a bank, you go and you give the teller whatever, um, any of that, now you're dealing with a federal thing, right? Right. That's why I advise my clients in Missouri
5: where I'm allowed to practice law, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, If you're caught like that, did two things. First off, ask, are you being detained? Fair point. Okay. And normally they'll let you go. Uh, really? second, yeah, okay. tell them you're a sovereign citizen.
4: Oh, that's the real way you get, yeah, sovereign, that a works for everything. Sovereign citizen that way, you
5: don't, I, you know, you don't recognize the federal government or even the country you're in, They're like, All right, go ahead, leave.
4: Okay, well, apparently this man did not have your counsel. Yeah, and San Diego's not in Missouri. All right, so he's a poor. Okay. Police say they arrested a man on, uh, for breaking into a Wells Fargo bank at 3.30 a.m. Wednesday morning Police dispatched to the bank branch after a burglar alarm was tripped. They show up and there's a broken window near the bank's drive-thru. Inside, they find a lone individual inside the employee break room using the microwave. When confronted, he told police he broke into the bank to microwave his hot pocket because the convenience store down the street was closed. Now, he didn't break into that which if, if your beef is you need a microwave and that you know they have one because they sell you the Hot Pocket and then they're closed, why wouldn't you just break into the convenience the, you're store? You're not
5: thinking this once again, as I can give you my counsel on this, my personal opinion, my expertise. You're going to go get because, the federal wrap down listen, the street? Go ahead. Listen. Well, no, yeah. I already told you how to get out of that, all right? So that's, that's a separate issue. Okay. That, that small mom-and-pop mom shop, you know, a convenience store... They probably can't take, you know, a broken window or replacing that as easily as a bank, which, as you said, you know, federal. They yeah. Can, and they're a bank. They're full of money. They can fix a little broken window. Whereas, you know, now is the time to support local business. You don't want to put somebody who's already, you know, feeling the pinch, make, make them feel even worse and have to pay for a broken window. So it's he's supporting local business.
4: This guy's choice of where to nuke his hot pocket is literally going to add significant time to whatever they do.
5: Have you ever tried to eat a uh,
4: cold Hot Pocket? Well, no, they're called a Hot Pocket, not a Cold Pocket. It's nearly impossible. That's just stupid. Who would do that? Who would would suck on a Hot Pocket like a popsicle? That is gross.
5: These are unprecedented times. I don't know if we've gone over that before in the show, but it is.
4: I, how do I know that? You put it in the stupid Joe Biden title on the blog. <laughs> Which but, is an amazing title. By the way, this is, this because is, I, I go and I want to see. okay, well, I'm going to push people to the uh, to the website. So we got the Joe Biden.
10: Or stop work on roads and bridges.
4: So. You know, did he pass gas, whatever. And the video on the blog is entitled, Unprecedented Times, Joe Biden Farts Like a Horse Eating Beefaroni. <laughs> By the way, it wasn't Beefaroni. Right, right, right. And Seinfeld did a day to change it. It was like Beefarino. Beefarino, yeah. And I've still, I still don't remember how Kramer came by the horse, but uh, the the fact remains that's our blog title right now. So for those of you who don't understand that, that's a Seinfeld reference. It's not just that Ross has lost his mind, which is what people would think reading that as it's written.
5: You think because I well, that was my first reaction when I heard the audio. It's like, oh man, it's like that Kramer episode. It's like the horse. <laughs> Can't vote for that. Unbiased opinion, fan of
4: freedom. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Ah. Police say a man with an unhealthy obsession with shoes has been arrested after stealing more than 100 pairs of flip-flops and having sex with them. I mean, that's weird. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yes, it's easy to point out that it's weird, but I have questions. If so, it's hundred pairs. So did he had sex with uh, the pairs a hundred times, or each individual flip flop hundred times, thus bringing the number to two hundred? And after about flip flop fifty something, doesn't that get repetitive and boring? It does, but it seems weird. You know,
5: if you're going to choose you know, footwear to you know, get personal with, it seems like a weird choice. A flip flop. Yeah, but Wouldn't you choose something I mean, with more, kind of of like a a, more of like theme, more of like a know. confined hole or something? You know what I mean? Like a cowboy boot? No, i was thinking no. Maybe if it was like a Dakovis promo code Ross 100 at checkout. Stop it! I'm thinking more like like a fluffy you know slipper, something like poofy, like one wow, of those ones. Wow, you have ones, given like, this a
3: lot of. I, thought. I have,
4: I have
5: because I'm, I care about Does the show. Does your wife?
4: She lock her shoes up? Maybe she should. I'm saying right, something like furry. So and fluffy. So the pink bunny slipper
5: yes. thing, like the comical ones you'd buy. Like, look, like, I got,
4: you know, I got unicorn feet. I think well, I think maybe it's attitude about what you're looking for. Like, it's just weird. Like, you know, maybe you're into the beach scene. So what do you get? You have to go with that, right? <laughs> right. You got to go because you're envisioning, you know, her in a bikini wearing these flip-flops and, and that's part of your freak. So whereas with the, the fluffy bunny, yeah, you know, you got the little bedtime motif there. You know, you probably don't want a chick who's into ice climbing. No. Because the crampons will—that's the most—that's the most dangerous game. If this is your thing, <laughs> <laughs> what? You oh yeah, no, yeah, you, the you, jerk.
5: You, you can't argue these points.
4: Yeah, don't even talk. Don't even talk to me about a Nancy Kerrigan fetish. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, stole over uh, one hundred pairs of flip flops, hooked up with all of them. What about Crocs? How do we feel about Crocs?
5: I think you know. I it's. I think the croc would be better than the flip flop. You for do reasons I've already gone over. Wouldn't okay. be. You know, there's no poofiness there. There's no poofiness. There's no, there, no
4: furriness. And but there's a friction issue with the with right. the croc. So you're not even addressing the uh, the obvious elephant in the room here. Hmm. All right. So uh, yeah, I guess you could figure out which shoe would be best for you and let us know. Uh, Ray Stagich from the Weather Channel. Oh. Standing by, what we're going to need is galoshes. Oh, Ross, galoshes. galoshes. What about galoshes? Do they, are they, would those work? Mm-hmm. Does the Covis make a galosh? I don't know. You'll have to look. Uh, anyway, so we're going to need galoshes, correct?
12: Uh, I think we will, but probably less time spent with them. So quick use, right? Yeah. Quick use, uh, a few showers. Uh, Love it and leave the wet it. Weather. yeah. Yeah, just let it go, you know, just a quick use, and then you're done, and Upper Dan, up Franklin counties, yeah, we've got a few showers around. And uh, yesterday's rain totals were heavier out near the triad, where we expected two and a half inches in some spots.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
12: Uh, but now we're going on to get off again with more hours of dry than wet today as the remnants of Bertha pull away. A uh, few widely scattered showers and thunder showers. And temperature wise, probably up for 70, some sneak into the low 80s. Then tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday, we'll start to deal with an upper level low pressure system that's to the west of us. And some more scattered showers and thunder showers. A lot of bias toward the afternoon, but each day you may see something try to go in the morning. Uh, low 80s tomorrow, Saturday, probably getting the upper 70s to low 80s, then we're actually going to have a cold front come through and actually take the humidity away and some pleasant weather for Sunday, Monday, a few clouds around, temperatures during the day in the low to mid-70s, so below average, and overnight lows early next week could actually dip into the 50s, so we do have a little air mass change coming, and it looks like that'll be coming in for the tail end of the weekend, KC, but uh, for now, still a warm, humid air mass with Patches of showers and thunderstorms i don't see a washout any of the next few days but if you do get a thunderstorm might get some decent downpours in some spots so uh keep those galoshes handy
4: yeah yeah super handy <laughs> some low light and some soft music and there you go right yeah.
12: uh, yep just make quick use of them. no you won't need them long.
4: yeah that's that's how it goes all right thanks sir appreciate it look at that raise uh raise the uh, plan that you shouldn't call the galoshes the next day very rude. Uh what about ballerina slippers? And then I thought of this one. You ready? Remember the old pump-it-up shoes? Not the fake ones with the fake basketball like we used to have?
3: Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, you know, the the ones that the rich ones. kids had? Yeah, and I
5: had the fake ones. Where it actually pumped up? Right. I, yeah. I do you mind if you'd pump it, no one would happen?
4: No, but it looked like maybe right. there was something going on there, even though there, the kids spotted them in a hot minute. Yeah. All right, 747 KCO Day radio program. Uh, coming up, uh, more shoe advice. Um, we'll check in with uh, uh, bitter, bitter, bitter Hollywood director Paul Feig, who uh, just can't get over it. And a new book out on Bill Clinton and Jeffrey
3: Epstein. All that and more coming up. Hang on. If you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult, then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to babel.com. That's babbel.com. That's b a b b e l.com.
6: Ten years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle.
4: All right, 753 KCO Day radio program. Do um, you know who the Hollywood director Paul Feig is? Uh, this is a bitter dude who won't let it go. Um, so, Fig's being interviewed by Variety. And the reporter asks him about one of his more infamous movies. That would be 2016's Ghostbusters female reboot version. If you, um, in case you don't remember, it didn't do well. And there was a lot of reasons that likely didn't do well, which we've documented here on the show. But one of the big reasons, I think, is this decision prior to the movie even opening for people involved with the movie to do interviews and already accuse people of not going to be coming to see it because they're bigots and and they hate women and and this this whole sexist narrative well we already know you're not going to show up because it's women doing it and it was a self-fulfilling prophecy and that that i'm sure was one of the many reasons but there were other reasons like legitimate nerd reasons that tend to dictate how people receive movies that are in the comic and, and the uh, the, how about the cult sphere. Yeah, you didn't respect the source
5: material. You yeah. You didn't respect the past, where it came from. Change the story. And
4: it wasn't funny, and it wasn't smart. These things don't work out well. Um, I'll tell you, one of the most offensive things that I think big fans of Ghostbusters saw was the idea that you would literally get the original Ghostbusters to come back to do cameos. But not as themselves, right? I mean, they could have made a movie where, and aren't they making this? They movie did, now, or They did with the were. kids, right, yes, right. with the kids, which is why that movie will do fine. Yeah, and there's a girl in it, and and the and and the kids and people of different. It's it would make sense, right? If the if the it's the King heritage, Buchanan the lineage, that, yeah, if they
5: were somehow related to the previous Ghostbusters.
4: Yeah, they find in the trailer. They find they find the ambulance. Uh, I I want to say it's uh, it's Venkman's I can't remember which one but the point is there's a there's continuity in that people like continuity you just decided that everything else pound sand and we're gonna put four women in there and they're gonna not be funny which is tragic because they are funny in certain circumstances right those if you look at the cast there they have a track,
5: yeah they're funny people
4: they they have a track <laughs> record of being funny and 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 making money in Hollywood this wasn't funny. Well, uh, according to Feig, he's finally figured it out. The The movie was the victim of the anti-Hillary Trump movement. The anti-Hillary movement. Otherwise, everything was fine. Because Hillary's a woman. Because Hillary's a woman. And the movie's and, full of women. And it's full of women. So and yeah. you are like, oh, oh, they all have the same genitals? Then uh, screw all y'all. So it's Trump's fault. Yes. <laughs> now you know
5: don't you feel silly I think another horrible thing with that movie as we've already covered yes. is I was reading somewhere in it you know, an article what went wrong with this movie a lot of it was most of the script was improvised
4: there was a lot of yeah I, I, I seem to remember that Yeah, which the,
5: seems like it wouldn't be I know they. there's a lot of improvisation in movies
4: but well McCarthy's have, big thing is that isn't she's
5: it? great yeah and she's hilarious I love her I think she's funny but i mean if you have a shouldn't you have an outline an idea of what the line as opposed to just going in and just ad libbing well that movie do you remember the
4: movie she did with uh, Sandra Bullock yeah the said. spy one yeah spy or cops or whatever it was i i believe and it was very funny i i remember i remember seeing that years ago but i seem to i seem to remember that I saw Bullock saying that a lot of it was McCarthy just improv just riffin Okay, well that's fine because that's if that's your methodology. There have been comedic uh, it's Robin Williams, Robin Williams, right? Where well, that was their thing. But sometimes your project just sucks, dude. Get over it. Going back to the the twenty sixteen Donald Trump Hillary hate well. Please. All right, coming up uh, another big pile of news. Out of the city of Minneapolis. Uh, We'll uh, head up there. Coming up in just a few. Give you a rundown next. Hang on. Morning. It is 8.07 here on the KCO Day radio program. Happy Thursday. Officials with the National Park Service and uh, various other local state agencies uh, up in the Pacific Northwest. Well, it's not just there, but anyway. All right, so apparently this is, uh, it must be. People uh, connected via the internet who think this is funny. Basically, uh, you, ever, um, you ever hike on some of the maintained trailheads, uh, perhaps some of the trailheads that we have here in North Carolina, up in our uh, beautiful mountains, um, you'll find that generally at the beginning of the trailhead, there, that's where information may be posted. It can be a variety of information, uh, especially if there's some fire stuff going on or whatever. Uh, but officials say that uh, it is not them posting a very official-looking signs warning hikers about murder hornets. So, yeah, people are posting signage saying that there's murder hornets on the trail. And um, apparently some hikers are taking that seriously. And I'm looking at one of these. let uh, see what it says on this thing. Oh, there we go. Now I can get a blown-up version here. Come on, come on. Ugh, I hate when people link like that. Here, there, give me the damn thing. Oh, wow, that looks very official. Warning, Asian hornets reported nesting in these parts. Well, There's not even a comic angle. That looks that looks extremely official. Maybe they're just trying to keep people off the path. Now see if you want to have fun, you put the sign up and then about a hundred yards down the path, you hide some little speakers. You know what you know where this is going, right? And you film it all. That would be amazing. That is apparently not what they're doing here. So uh, don't do that. And uh, Florida officials, uh, specifically in the Miami area, say they uh, need the public's help after a naked man broke into a Florida high school and spent a 20, uh, 22 hours vandalizing the whole thing. Although, he's not, well, to be fair, he's not naked. He's wearing a pair of Beats by Dre headphones, and that's it. And just spent 22 hours vandalizing. You know that much energy over 22 hours with no clothes on. Boy, I can't imagine what might be part of the story when they find him. The uh, the building they say received uh, nearly one hundred thousand dollars worth of damage over 22 hours. I would argue that, uh, judging by some of the videos I saw out of Minneapolis yesterday, uh, $100,000 worth of damage, they were doing that about every 22 minutes. So we talked yesterday on the show, obviously, about um, the tinderbox that is the uh, Twin Cities uh, and uh, broke down just some of the specifics surrounding the uh, interaction that uh, triggered it all, where an officer... um, was attempting to make an arrest uh, for forgery, essentially, a passing a counterfeit bill, or suspicion of passing a counterfeit bill, and even after submission and handcuffing, continued to place his weight on the back of this guy's neck, and he died. And um, I, you know, no, 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 no. You get there is an immense amount of power that that we provide police officers. I don't begrudge it, and I think when, when, when used properly, that's that's part of an orderly society. Um, but it is also up to those being police to dictate what those standards are. And, and then it's up to people who want to serve in a law enforcement capacity to see if those are standards under which they're willing to serve. That's why, you know, like when in California, when they're talking about the use of deadly force requirements out there, if you're a police officer, you have to make sure you're comfortable with that. Because that was going wildly in an unsafe direction, what the legislature was trying to do. So it's a balancing act like everything else, but there's not even an argument to be made watching that video as to how far outside of what is uh, acceptable policing that is. And, and the fact is, those officers were fired. The one officer, one of the most viral things that went around was a side-by-side picture of that officer, kind of a blurry picture of him behind a, a Minneapolis police cruiser, and another picture purported to be him of a dude wearing a hat that says, Make America White Again. Those are not the same people. In fact, the the guy in the red hat is a is a Facebook troll that's so infamous that uh, New York Times did a piece on him a number of years ago. But that propelled the whole uh, the the racial narrative forward, and that resulted in a uh, in a series of protests. I got no beef with the protests. Minneapolis has a very from the time when I lived there, and I lived there almost 10 years, when I lived there, it has a very interesting transitional nature to socioeconomic pieces of the city. And it has an extra added socioeconomic piece in that it has a huge Hmong society. It has a huge Somali society. It has, uh, 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 a obviously, a, a black uh, society, but not Somali, and there are very definitive lines
3: up there. It's 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 weird.
2: 18 plus.
4: It's weird, and it's a constant source of conflict, especially from a policing standpoint. Uh, during the time that I lived there, in fact, some of the wealthiest, some of the wealthiest uh, uh, folks, and some of the most expensive real estate in the entire state of Minnesota sits along what is this parkway called Minnehaha Parkway, and it's one of several parkways that uh, uh, meander through uh, through through Minneapolis. And like the transition that you make from what would be a lake a Lake of the Isles, right? Uh, and formerly Lake Calhoun. It used to be called Lake Calhoun was this big lake in this, uh, in this area called Uptown. Um, the transition you would make from that area into North Minneapolis by crossing uh, just a few blocks into some of the poorest portions of the city was was incredibly stark and there, there's not even really a separator other than 394 kind of uh, one of the uh, interstate spurs there and and whether when there, whether there were were development uh, develop issue development issues or things along those lines there was this constant undertow of of strife within the community and and it's not to say that it doesn't exist here but it was just different up there so with that in mind, it doesn't take much to set things off. And so when you have a video that comes out of of this interaction, and this interaction, um, I, I don't know how with the straight face that you argue that, that there shouldn't be accountability there, um, you know things are going to go in a certain direction. However, I, and I've, I've already gotten grief for this, I think that you can recognize that there's a legitimate beef there while also recognizing you can't loot. And that's not to say that everyone who's upset about this was out there doing the looting, but a bunch of people were. And at that point, you have, somebody's dead overnight. I would just point that out. Somebody died in front of a pawn shop. I don't know if it was two looters killing each other, if it was uh, just a citizen walking uh, if it was somebody attempting to break into a place and was, uh, was shot by the owner, which, by the way, um, you know, there may be a justifiable nature to that, which uh, could raise uh, ire once again. Um, the Target store, or a Target store, not the Target store, because every block is a friggin' Target store up there, was looted. We posted some video of that. Strangely, um, one of the guys is looting. I don't, I don't, I I find myself doing this and I shouldn't do that. I just feel like if you're going to engage in an activity, you should do it to the best of your ability if you're already going to go down for it. Case in point, do you remember when Ferguson was burning? So when Ferguson was burning, this is my favorite example. When Ferguson was burning, one of the stores that was looted was a store, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was something along the lines of meat and liquor. Right? There's no surprises. You're going to go in there. They're going to have meat, and they're going to have liquor. Which, by the way, sounds like a fantastic store. And what killed me is I was watching a guy run out of that store just as they were setting it on fire, and under one arm, he's got two or three of those cheap hamburger tubes You know the hamburger I'm talking about. The stuff that comes in the tube is generally going to be some of the lower quality hamburger. He's got like three of those tubes. And in the other hand, he's holding two or three bottles of puckers. T-bones and nothing less than 18-year. How hard is this? Right? If I'm looting the
5: meat and liquor store... Maybe they were all out of the other stuff, you know? Give them the benefit of the doubt. Because, like you said, that's a great business model. If yeah. I'm on the panel in Shark Tank. Right. Between Mark Cuban and Mr. Wonderful. That's where you sit. And some guy comes up and he's like, hey, I'm Joe Blow. Mm-hmm. My business is uh meat and liquor. Meat and liquor. I'm like, I don't take all my, you know, I'll take your money, sir. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'll absolutely. T- take
5: all my money. No, yeah. I'm hey, here's my chair. I'll Thousand trade you. percent in. So they must have been out because other or you're a fool. Hamburger tubes and
4: puckers, man. So I'm watching the I'm watching them loot the the Target and you know, what you got a gaggle of people running around with one of those flat push carts and it's stacked sky high with 50-inch TVs. All right, that's what I expect to see from looters. That's although Ross tried to defend them and say that maybe they were shoppers. That were just in a hurry because COVID.
5: Yeah, right. Because they're in and out. You don't want to spend a lot of time in the store. There's because that's trash. Whatever. Get in and out. They're looters. You're you're in a hurry. You don't want to spread the virus. You don't want to kill grandmother. You probably have kids at home. Got to get back to.
4: Because they need a 50 inch in the bathroom. Right. (laughs) Because there's one for every room in the on that cart. So
5: I'm not a person that looks at people and automatically assumes they're guilty.
4: Okay. Uh, Then people should watch the video and then make up their own mind. But those aren't even those, that's what I expect to see. It's two things that happen then in front of that image. One, you see this white dude walking out and he's just got a bottle of what looks like strawberry margarita mix. And I don't know if he stole it, I don't know if he bought it. He looks really confused as to what's going on. And it's obvious there's people in the area that were there shopping at the Target before it turned into a thing because they got bags. And I'm pretty sure when you're looting, you don't have bags and a receipt in your hand. But um, I just imagine this scenario where this guy's had a long day at work, right? Just wants to get home. The wife or the girlfriend's out of strawberry margarita mix. And even though she's been home all damn day and could have went and got it herself, oh no. Oh no, she's tasked you with it. And you've had a long day, and the last thing you want to do is stop at the store for one thing. Ross, do you like going to the store for one thing? Not anymore. I don't, no, you no, don't. No, I don't. You hate it. I hated it before. Now, now couple it with the fact that he went in there and got caught in the middle of a riot, right? That he bought. He's going to go home, and he best use that to buy himself some uh, freedom from having to run her stupid little errands at the drop of a hat. And then, right after that, here goes a guy holding a, a, a brand-new vacuum and running out of the store in the box. Who loots the vacuum? You know why? Because you thought it was smart. You thought, in the name of social justice, I'm going to loot this vacuum, and that's what she wants. Get her a new vacuum. She mentioned that she didn't like the old vacuum. I'll get her a new vacuum. That'll be her gift. <laughs> and you think, and she'll tell you thank you, right? She will. She'll be like, oh, thank you for bringing that new shark vacuum. Thank you, uh, Looter boyfriend, looter husband. But she secretly will make your life a living hell when all you had to do was go next door to Jared's and loot her something from there. And you couldn't even be bothered because you looted her a vacuum and now you're going to pay the price. Looter 101. I'm here to help with my ideas and my analysis. You're welcome. It is the KCO Day radio program.
6: 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News.
4: All right, so uh, don't do this. This is one of those standard little how did the fire start and the answers. Um, there's this Mount Pleasant uh, fire at this home, uh, and now authorities say the fire started when a the homeowner decided to drag the fire pit from the yard up onto the deck so they could have the fire up there. That's right. They had one of those decks made out of concrete, so... So, actually, strangely enough, they had one of those weird decks made out of wood. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They made their their deck out of wood, and then that made the fire catch the deck and spread through the house into the attic, and uh, the breeze pushed it, and uh, there's no more house. So, uh, don't pull your fire pit up there. Apparently, now we need to put a warning label on that. Yes, Jimmy, real quick, what's up? Good morning. Morning.
9: It just messes... It just messes me up that people get you know in situations like up in, um but uh minneapolis that
4: mm-hmm.
9: people get so mad that they feel like burning the neighborhood down is the way to go
4: well, I guess when you you feel like you're not part of the community, I guess or it would be the the reasoning there and to be fair, they're also the the auto zone and target are down by. Uh, Lake Calhoun versus up in uh, North Minneapolis. So who knows? But that, sir, by the way, is why we have this little uh, ditty on the uh, button bar right here. It uh, tells the tale.
2: If you're unhappy and you know it, burn your town. If you're unhappy and want to show it, burn it down. And when the riots are under control, you'll be living in a sh. Hole unhappy that you.
6: Your day smarter celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now.
4: Boy, oh boy, do we got a lot of questions about this one. Ross is retweeting this story as we speak. Because you have to lay eyes upon it. After approximately five hours of negotiation, a male suspect surrendered to police in Asheville, North Carolina, and voluntarily requested to be evaluated at a hospital following the negotiation. Authorities say uh, around 3.40 a.m. Wednesday, the police department received a report of a stabbing. Upon arrival, officers located a victim suffering from life-threatening injuries. The victim transported, yada, yada. Uh, eventually, investigation identified a male suspect who had barricaded himself in an apartment on Woodfin Street. Police cleared the area as a precaution. Crisis negotiation brought in, and there you go. Around 10 a.m., the suspect, surrendered to authorities, identified as Donald Lori, charged with assault with a deadly weapon, Another person uh, in the apartment, a woman by the name of Julia Cavalieri, was charged with resist, delay, obstruct. Now, why am I telling you this? Holy crap, look at the mugshots. What in the world is going on with those? I have so many questions. Less about him, more about her. Like, is that a tattoo or a series of tattoos? Is that a Sharpie? But why does the Sharpie look like it's two different colors? If it is, but the words are poorly drawn in. Is it a Juggalo thing? I can't tell if it's a Juggalo thing. He doesn't have any visual facial stuff. He looks like meth head Bob Ross. Fair, fair description, meth head Bob Ross, no other way to describe it, pretty standard issue. She, on the other hand, is wow, and on her forehead, I'm trying to figure out what is written. It looks like Crow, is it Croatan? Does she know where the Lost Colony is? And she's colored a tooth, too. That's why. Or that's the color of that tooth. Okay, serious
5: question about this. Would you? What? Would you... Is
4: she a juggalo? Is that what's happening here? I don't know. I mean, I've had worse. No, it's not possible. No, go to Twitter and look. <laughs> it's not possible. Meth head Bob Ross was even like, he, <laughs> he hasn't had worse. I mean, since they canceled his show.
5: He said, you know, he just wants to paint happy little trees. Well, like, you can't do it. It's like, ah,
4: meth. <laughs> well, that's what he did to her face. Right, yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Mystery solved. It, that her. it looks like she's watched the Joker one too many times. Or Joker, not the Joker. Joker. Everything is crazy. Uh, Richard, what's up?
12: Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if you had a chance to see Liberty University's Jerry Falwell's, um ralph northam face mask that's mandatory to start tomorrow in virginia
4: the ralph northam jerry falwell so this is it, a mask that jerry falwell's wearing yes okay he it and it's designed. got a picture of ralph northam on the governor on there why in
12: in blackface
4: ah okay
12: is it, it his quote is I will reluctantly comply, but only if this picture of a governor of blackface himself is on it, and he's got a picture of what was in his uh, yearbook in college.
4: Well, hold on, because they did not determine that that was him in the blackface. We don't know, remember?
12: They did not determine for sure, but it was his page.
4: So Falwell could be running around with a face mask with somebody else's picture on it. Could be, but... Could be, it's out there. Alright. Uh, well that's uh you know, if that's how people want to battle each other with uh, face masks, then so be it. You know what? I'm getting Ross a face mask with this chick's face on it.
0: With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: You will keep your distance. Oh, 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 oh wilt you ever. Geez, look at that thing. Uh, Tavares, what's going on?
11: Uh, Casey, two quick questions. The by last the, question the, would be By, the way, by the way, Tavares,
4: before I, and then I'll let you get right to it. Just promise me at some point you'll go look at this chick's mugshot. You'll feel so much better I, I, about anything you've ever done in your life. <laughs> all, right, all right. I promise
2: you. All right. All
4: right. Go ahead.
11: The, the, second, the, the second question is a hypothetical involving Ross. But the first one is, at what point, as an American citizen, with this is for everybody, uh, with police being weaponized on people, with, with the screeching voice of that lady that was, oh my God, was a black man. Okay, and the police arrive, right? And they just, you know, because it's an emergency. And they start putting hands on this man based off of this. Just emergency, life is on the
4: line. Oh, you're referring to the Central Park the dog thing, right? Okay, yeah. just so people know.
11: Yeah, that that and just in general, just just walking down the street, living, and, and police jump out the car, put hands on you. You get what I'm saying? Like you jogging or you 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 cutting the grass, and just hands are put on you for no reason. American, you're not doing anything. What are you allowed to defend yourself to defend your life? And the second hypothetical is. If you saw Ross in that situation in and Minneapolis, I have a hard time saying that
4: that's okay that's okay Minneapolis but yeah. <laughs>
11: well, if you see if you see that if you see your friend, your brother, your cousin, your father, your sister, and you see that body go limp, are you going to just sit there are you how could you live with yourself and not defend your people not
4: defend yourself. Your, well, your in, in what, well, hold on. In what capacity? I mean, do you mean defend, as in uh, get, get make sure everyone right. knows, they're make they're sure that, or do you mean physically at that moment go up? Because none of the family was there. There was uh, an, uh, obviously right, a man right. who knew him that was filming, but because uh, they were interviewing but the sister, saying, she lives here. So uh, and, and in retro was I, I so retroactively it. going up and physically as a citizen, as a, as a citizen, you see death. You
11: see somebody being assaulted wrongly. You see them go limp. You see them about to die. You, should you be mad you as hell?
4: Yeah, you should be mad as hell, and you should do everything <laughs> within your mad. power. But, but, but here's but here's the deal. Um, the, in this instance, you had you have to argue that you had more immediate reaction than than was than was present during flander uh, 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 Castro and some of the other incidents up there. So.
11: I I, I I get you, but when you uh, what, I, what I'm saying is when you see an actual like beating taking place and something like that, is it, to sit back and just watch and do nothing is is to me that's un American. Well, for
4: the justice system? No, is, no, 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 no. no I but you, but you're creating this this hypothetical based on the circumstances as they were not. The only person there is this this uh, this older gentleman. If that older gentleman had jumped in on four officers, he wouldn't no, he it's, wouldn't it's have made a bit a of difference. People. No, there's a few people there that saying, stop. he's dying. Stop. He's You're killing them. Yeah. And the other
11: police officers aren't doing anything, so nobody's doing anything, and he's begging and pleading for his life. Uh, do we have any—am uh, I my brother's keeper, uh, my neighbor, my—you know, next—you know, do I have any compassion for life?
4: You I, know, I, what, I don't know. You i know what I don't I, know. But—and but, and again— I'm not trying to put it off. I'm just saying you're creating a scenario or there's a scenario there where I don't know how people think they would necessarily act. but I know yeah. that but I do know that as a result of of in that situation as it existed, even the people that were on the scene would have been wildly outgunned by by the law enforcement there, which is why it's imperative that the law enforcement as as a whole, Is is shown that there are certain parameters that once you go past, there's going to be consequences. And if those consequences are a murder charge brought by the district attorney Freeman up there, then so be it. But it's too late.
11: It's too late. It's too late when death occurs. It's too late. You know, the justice system happens years later. Not at all. Not at all. We
4: we punish people all the time after death takes place. That's a thing that we do. Right. Right. The, the beef so was, the Press, beef was ahead, that the punishment wasn't happening. Here, the punishment has begun. If it deviates right. from it, I'm with you. Um, I'm
11: saying, can we intervene as citizens? Like, no, just push them off or do something to protect the citizen. You know, we, they work for us.
4: I got, I got they, that. They should... But, but Tavares, my point is, while something may be mentally right... You know, from 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 an interest of justice, the reality on the ground is that three unarmed citizens are going to lose against four armed police officers. Yeah, we're screwed as a nation, man. We're screwed as a discipline. Well, we're screwed. I'm just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, that's just the reality of it. So, all right. Well, anyway, yeah. um, right. I'm pre- look, I appreciate the call. Go see those mugshots too. One. Have a good yeah, one. yeah. Figure out if that's Croatan on her forehead or what. Holy crap! Yeah, there's the reality of th- there's what's there's what is mentally and ethically right, and there's the scenarios that exists on the ground, and sometimes rectification has to happen post. That's all that I'm saying, because uh, it's not going to be successful on the front side. Ray Stagich from the Weather Channel here to uh, quickly uh, ruin your day. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
12: all well, the showers are bent to the east of the triangle so far this morning, but more coming as we head through today. Most of us get ours during the afternoon as. Start to see some working in towards Charlotte and Mecklenburg County down to the southwest, and they're all coming north. So showers, few thunderstorms, mainly second half of the day, but east of Raleigh and Sanford down near Fayetteville, you've got some already. Today's highs in the upper 70s, low 80s. More showers and thunderstorms scattered around tonight and tomorrow, so we're not quite out of it yet. Temperatures tomorrow in the upper 70s to low 80s. Uh, Sunday, thunderstorms. Monday looks like sunshine will return, but a cool off coming with that sunshine back in the forecast for Sunday, Monday.
4: All right, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll come back, check with uh, Jeff Bellinger from Bloomberg News next.
6: Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle.
4: All right, 852, your Bloomberg update brought to you by Containers for Less. That's Containers, the number for less.com. Jeff Bellinger here. What you got, sir?
8: Well, good morning, Casey. have uh, Wall Street coming off another winning session where the Dow gained more than 550 points and the Dow futures are up 187 points this morning. Another 2.1 million workers joined the unemployment lines last week. The weekly tally is declining at a stubbornly slow pace, but the trend has been po- been going down for the last eight weeks. Uh, still, more than 40 million people have signed up for benefits since the coronavirus lockdowns began. The Commerce Department... Department reports orders for big-ticket durable goods declined 17.2 percent last month. As bad as that was, the April decline was not quite as bad as feared, and the government has revised its estimate of the first-quarter gross domestic product downward to show the GDP contracting at a 5 percent annual rate. Uh, Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert, says uh, he thinks there's a good chance. A COVID-19 vaccine could be deployed by November or December. And GlaxoSmithKline says it's going to produce 1 billion doses of a vaccine booster next year. The drug maker says the booster can help with any shot, regardless of brand, so less vaccine will be required, and that will mean that uh, more people can be uh, immunized. The uh, job market, uh, of course, bleak, no way to uh, sugarcoat that, but there is demand for workers in some industries. Uh, tens of thousands of temporary positions are still available in industries ranging from shipping to online learning. Uh, warehouse construction and sanitation workers are also needed. An economist at Indeed Hiring Labs says non-medical but essential jobs typically require workers to interact with the public and co-workers, and the risk of infection is putting a damper on job seekers' interest. Uh, Amazon hired 175,000 temporary workers since the start of the pandemic. Now the giant retailer says it's offering 125,000 of them the opportunity to become permanent employees if they choose to stay on. And an important note, I think, uh, Casey, if uh, anyone is still waiting for the federal stimulus payment from Washington, pay attention to this alert from the Internal Revenue Service. If you receive a plain envelope in the mail marked Money Network Cardholder Services Don't throw it away. The envelope contains a prepaid Visa card with your stimulus payment up to $1,200 if you're a single taxpayer. This is not a scam. Again, Money Network Cardholder Services.
4: Yeah, well, it kind of sounds like one. They had a lady on the news here who threw hers away. She was uh, in tears. I can imagine. Yeah, but, you know, we got so much junk. Um, Yep. What are you going to do? All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Okay. Have a good day. Yep. You too. (laughs) Ross, I just retweeted this. You don't have to. So they're interviewing these guys. There's these four guys that look like the standard, uh, you know, the guys you see that are at the protests with the AR-15s, right? Standing there, they're standing in front of this tobacco store, which is on Lake uh, Lake Street, which is the main drag down where all these protests are going on in Minneapolis. Um, saying uh, that, the, and what's strange is they're 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 blocking the tobacco shop so nobody could come in and burn it, but they're also, ju- they want justice for. Before there were cops or just Americans, here we are. We demand justice for Floyd, but we don't support looting. So they're pro-protest the police over the the death of Floyd, but they're against having their tobacco shop uh, run over, so the four of them are standing there. It is strange days, man. Strange days. Um, So uh, we'll see if that doesn't go horribly wrong. All right, to the phones. Uh, Mike, you're up first. Go ahead.
11: Yeah. Hey, Casey,
7: this is Mike. I just want to
4: tell you, I
11: love the show. I haven't heard this yet, but I was telling Ross, what I don't understand is if I'm standing there and I'm witness to this, I'm going to call nine one 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 and I'm going to get somebody else out there. And the second piece of that is if anybody knows me, who's listening to your show right now, at some point I might do a little vigilante on a police officer because that's just completely unjust and it's just ridiculous. Um, And I realize that maybe if somebody tries to jump in there and get that officer off, that gentleman there, um, that there's going to be some trouble. But at that point, at least to me, it might be worth it to
9: do that.
4: Well, and and that's why it is, uh, it's uh, the accountability portion of this, I think, will go a long way. Um, And we'll we'll see. Uh, I just, I I don't know how that improves that situation, as sad as it sounds. That's the problem when you yield power and people abuse it. And it doesn't just take place right. here. I can think of other examples right now where people have yielded power and it's being abused. So, Oh, I, I agree with you 100%.
5: Yeah. So, uh, anyway.
4: You. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call there, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, Kathy, go ahead.
0: Hey, Casey. Um, I'm with both of your callers. I think the onus is on the attending officers. I think they should have – they should have – they have, that's their job and they knew that situation was dire and they knew that that guy was in trouble and I think the onus is not on the public even though we would have loved to have been able to do that those police officers should have stepped in and they could have manhandled him and got him off of that guy I don't there's no excuse for that that's well and, my and opinion.
4: yeah and they didn't and that. arguably they wouldn't even have had to necessarily manhandle him they, they probably could have found a way yeah. in a more collected manner to get the guy off and accomplish the mission, but not yep. I don't, not turn it into something yeah. um, confrontational. So, yeah, no, that's that's it's, a very good point, yeah, and that's why when people ask, "Well, why are you going to charge the other three officers or investigate them?" Because they're there; they have uh, they have an obligation there. So, um, we'll, it's we'll just find the out. Privacy
0: and sticking, to, yeah, to see that they stood around and watched that. So, yeah. anyway, that's my opinion. Hope you guys have
4: a great day. All right, you too. All right, on, on for Oh, we're not going to get to uh, Joe's call. Let me guess ancient aliens. No? Okay. Sorry, Joe. Call back tomorrow. Ran out of time.
9: Oh, you hate to see this.
4: Judy was boring.
11: Hello.
2: Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
11: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
11: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.